it's never going to look as pretty as you want. We're seven years in for Sweatfix and we are still tweaking things on the website. We're still tweaking the way we run classes and greet new clients. It was just, you're, it's a constant work in progress. So take the messy action and start now. Welcome to the Business Muscle Podcast, where we empower entrepreneurs to transform their businesses into unstoppable empires. I'm Elise, CPA turned serial entrepreneur. And I'm Arielle, a seasoned physical therapist and business owner. We're two female entrepreneurs with a passion for helping small business owners like you achieve massive success. With our combined expertise, we've scaled to an impressive seven businesses in less than seven years. And guess what? Each of them was profitable right from the start. But we didn't stop there. We're here to share our secrets, strategies, and insider tips to help you turn your business into a thriving reality. And hey, we're not just all about business. As a physical therapist and fitness instructor, we'll also sprinkle in some fitness and wellness tips along the way. Join us on the Business Muscle Podcast every Monday as we guide you step-by-step towards financial freedom and building the business of your dreams. It's time to level up your business. Get ready to flex your business muscle. Welcome back to the Business Muscle Podcast. I'm here with Arielle. Welcome back. So today we are going to talk about the subject of how to start a business. This is probably the most common question I get is, how did you do this? How did you just start a business? And I feel like people are often intimidated by this question. And it's a reason why a lot of people won't even start their side hustle is they don't know where to begin. They don't, they don't even know the first step to take. Um, if you think back to when you first started needling me in the Southie, in the back room of Southie, like if you could probably attest to this, you probably were like, what do we even do to get this from a side hustle to a full blown business? Right. And where do I even start? And where do I even start with a side hustle too? That's exactly. why I came to you and I was like, Hey, I have this idea. What do I do now? Exactly. And I feel like most people, this is what stops them. And this, they don't even go further than this because this hurdle, they're just like, I don't know where to start. I'm overwhelmed. I'm just not going to do it. But it is simpler than you think. So we're going to break it down. And honestly, three things you have to do and you have your side hustle, your business off the ground and you're going to do it the right way. And so you'll feel good moving forward. You won't have to go back. So the first thing is you need to form an LLC. And this is not as scary as you think. You basically need a name. Make sure it's not taken already. You can check the trademark database. You can check online. Make sure that your name that you're going to choose is not taken. Um, and we'll talk a little bit more about name and logo in a little bit, but just make sure you have a name and you could go through a lawyer or you could just go online. There's a bunch of different relatively cheap websites like LegalZoom that you could go on and just form your LLC. If it's just you, it's a lot easier. If you're with a partner, you definitely want to sit down and write out your roles and you want to write out just everything that, that, that will go into this business, meaning you don't want to couple years down the line, if you end up wanting to sell it or a partner wants to leave and you don't have what that looks like in writing, you're just hoping that your friend's going to be fair and split it with you. It's probably not, it might not probably, it could happen, but you don't want to leave it up to a handshake deal. So if you're going in with a partner, definitely get your operating agreement down. So step number one, just form your LLC, go online, or if you really want, you can go to a lawyer. They could probably do it for like $500 to $1,000. Step number two, once you form your LLC, you're going to get this number called an EIN. And that's your tax number. And that's the number that you're going to need to take to the bank. And step number two is you're going to go form your business bank account. And it takes a little bit longer than you think in person. You'll be there for like an hour 
to two hours. I feel like it's always longer than yeah, we it always think takes longer be. than you think. But honestly, any bank account, our bank, we use Citizens Bank. We just use their business banking. Um, you just need to bring your L, your EIN number and your license, and you'll just go there and they'll set you up a business bank account. And then once you have your business bank account, you need to set up a payment processing. You need some way to collect money. So for us, we're fixed and sweat fixed. We go through MindBody. They're a payment processing. But depending on your industry, there's so many. Um, obviously, people use like Square or like Stripe. Um, there's just a ton you could look and see which one best fits your business. But once you have an LLC, once you have a business bank account, and once you have your payments processing, Congrats, you have a business. That's it. That's it. You can right? use that. <laughs> but those are the three steps that you need to do off the right off the bat. You want to form your LLC to protect yourself for liability. And if you do this from the beginning, it just saves you a lot of time going back and having to change your name or going back and having to rip through your own personal bank account and pull out transactions, which we'll talk about. You just want these three set up things set up ahead of time to make your life a lot easier. Yeah, three pretty basic steps. It does seem super overwhelming when you're first starting out. Like, where do you even begin? But if you can tackle these three things, that can set you up for a lot of success down the road. And th those are the three main things that you need to focus on in the beginning. Yep. And then we wanted to give you guys what we wanted years ago. Basically, a checklist on how to open a business. So we come up with it. We came up with a business starter checklist. It's free. It's on our website. If you go to businessmusclepodcast.com, right at the top, you'll just see, get your free checklist. And we lay it out. We have it broken down into four different sections on things you should consider. And you can start checking off now. The four sections are phase one, defining your business, what you want it to be. Phase two, legal and logistics. Phase three, mapping out your location. And phase four, what you need to launch. So that's all laid out for you in this free checklist. But today we wanted to go through just three items on the checklist to kind of give you an idea of what you can expect from this free checklist and just to get the wheel spinning. Because a lot of times with business, it's just the brainstorming phase. When people come to me, they just want people to talk to. They just want people to bounce ideas off of. And this checklist will kind of be a way for you to bounce ideas off of to see if you're heading in the right direction and things like that. So without further ado, we're going to pick three items on this free checklist. Obviously, the rest will be on the checklist when you get it. The first one is choosing your business name and your logo. So this is huge. So before you get all your website done and everything, like all your merch and just print out stuff. You want to make sure you have a solid business name and a solid logo because that is something you do not want to go back and change once everything's already said and done. Yeah. That sounds like such a nightmare having to go back and change. If you find out the name's already taken or it's trademarked somewhere else, you don't want to, you want to have something that's unique to yourself. And that really shows people what your business is about and gives people the idea of what you're going to be about and what you do. And that's kind of unique and you know, kind of symbolizes everything that your business is going to be about. This was a huge step for us with Fix. I feel like once we had the name, like we, we felt like we couldn't move forward until we had the name. Mm -hmm. and we bounced a lot of ideas back and forth. Some of the things that we did was, well, what I looked at a thesaurus online <laughs> for like different <laughs> words in the field, you know, around physical therapy. What are different words for physical therapy, for health, for wellness, and using some of those words, we knew we wanted the two X's in it. We thought maybe fix was going to be in it. We were thinking maybe 
body fix or health fix or recovery fix, which eventually got shortened and fixed <laughs> stuck. Fixed stayed. <laughs> fixed stayed and the rest of the words left. But that was really helpful to have someone to bounce ideas off of. It could be anyone. It doesn't have to be your business partner, but anyone who's willing to listen and wants to give you ideas and just write every idea down, even if you think it's not a good idea, because some of those things could be stepping stones getting you closer to the actual name. Yeah. Well, you just, I just had a note in my phone and I would just dump all the ideas for this podcast even. Right. This must have took us a while to get to. And as you're going through it, we would just send it back and forth. And if it wasn't a hell yes, it was a no. Right. So if you're not thrilled, if you're not like this aligns with my brand, when people hear this, they know exactly what it is. I can get behind this. If you don't feel a hundred percent, then it's a no move on to the next thing. You can keep it on your list, but that's not the one for you. You'll know. I sent my name sweat fix to a few people and they all were like, where did you get come up with that? And that's where I was like, that's the name. Right. It was just so clean. I felt like I captured what we were trying to do. I just loved it. When you're proud of the name, you're like, okay, that's the name then. Right. Yeah. And you're excited to tell people about it and you know, you get good feedback. And even if you don't stick with your gut. Yeah. We've had a lot of bad name ideas. I'm trying to think of some of the podcast name ideas we had. (laughs) We had a lot of them were taken though. Like go right. fund yourself. That was a great oh, idea. Oh yeah, I know that would have been really funny. That was taken. Yep. Um, you could use ChatGPT. That's another way. Use some AI to just throw out some. It'll just get the wheels turning about different words that could maybe fit. Pre- I personally like shorter business names. I like clean, short business names. Um, that's my preference. But there are some longer business names that work. But. I'm all for the less amount of words, yeah. the better. Yeah, a couple words, one or two words. Keep it short. Keep it, you know, unique. Yep. We're just going to take a brief pause from this episode to tell you all about our free business starter checklist. This is the checklist that we wish we had before opening our first businesses. It includes every step you'll need to take your business off of the ground. If you're someone who's looking to launch your first business, head to businessmusclepodcast.com and snag your free checklist. Now let's get back to the episode. And then once you have the name, you can start creating your logo and you'll obviously make sure that it's not trademarked, right? Go make sure it's not trademarked, make sure it's not taken already. You can just do a quick quick search online, but then start making your logo. Think about your colors. Think about what you want the brand to look like because that is going to drive a lot of what you're going to do as you go through the rest of our checklist. If you're not somebody that's super creative, if you're like, I have no idea where to start, Canva's not going to help me, and you're like, I'm not going to make my logo in Canva, there's a lot of websites online where people will bid to make your logo, like 99designs, Fiverr, there's so many, and they're pretty reasonable. I mean, you can basically spend as much as you want There's a lot of freelancers out there that are looking to just build up their portfolio. So that's kind of what I did with Sweatfix is I found somebody who was just starting out for my website and for my logo. And we collaborated on together. I kind of made mine in Canva and she just tweaked it to make it a little bit more professional. And she was just starting out and I gave her her chance. And ever since then, she has done all our websites for Sweatfix, for Fixed. She's been there the whole time. So I think it's always great at the beginning too. Do some research and maybe give somebody a chance that's just starting out. Yeah. And if you're looking for someone, Fiverr is a great place to find freelancers. We use them for other things for the podcast. And you can browse through everyone's reviews and see different types of work that they have done. So that can be a good resource if you don't know where to start. You don't have anyone in your local community that you could go to for help with a logo. 
And also adding like a unique spelling is something that you can add to make your name stand out or make your name unique like we've done with Fixed and with Sweatfix. Double X's. I can't imagine it not having two X's now. Yeah, now everything just autocorrects to I'm two X's so, in my phone. <laughs> I'm so happy that somebody took Sweatfix. It was like with one X, it was like a deodorant company. The guy, definitely the website was like dead, but he had the URL. Oh, Sweatfix. So, That's funny. <laughs> yeah. So thank you. I should send that guy like a thank you gift because I love the two yeah, X's. Yeah, I know. Now. I love the two X's and now it just represents so much more. Yeah, it's it's so much better. So thank you, Sweatfix with one X. <laughs> with one X. <laughs> um, but yeah, once you have that, then everything else, you can kind of start running with it. When people ask me to look at their business and give them advice, the first thing that I do is I look at their logo and their branding. I'll just look through their Instagram, I'll through their website and just make sure that their logo and branding is like what I would think when I think of their name. Um, that's like the very first thing. And does it translate to their Instagram and their website? So it's, it's huge. I think it does make a big first impression. I think it does matter a lot. And the colors, like the color scheme when you're making your logo. Think about that too. When you want things to pop, like on a page, if someone's scrolling through a bunch of different podcasts, we wanted something that was bright and stands out with our name and our branding. And now that'll be consistent through everything that we do. Yep. And you just want to represent what you're standing for. You want it to be unique, memorable, and just have it aligned with your brand. So Another item on our checklist, and again, this is not not in any order, um, is your business banking. So something that's definitely overlooked, a lot of people that start their side hustle, they just use their personal bank account. And I suggest not doing that for numerous reasons. The first reason is the accounting way, uh, accounting reason. So accounting wise, you want to be able to have it separate so that it's easier to do your books. It's easier whether you're doing it on QuickBooks, which you definitely can do, or if you're having an accountant do it, it's just a lot easier. You're not pulling through transactions of your own personal stuff and your business. It's just, you can see everything in one place. You also can keep track of your money. You'll see how much is actually in your bank account. It's just a much better way to do it. It makes it a lot more professional But probably the biggest reason is for the liability. So when you form an LLC, one of the reasons you form an LLC is because you want the liability protection. Um, When you start to commingle funds, that starts to get dicey when you're mixing your finances and you're kind of eroding that separation of business and personal. So definitely set up your business banking. It is not hard. You can even eventually get a business credit card and get points on it. So once you've kind of built up your business a little bit, we definitely recommend getting a business credit card, not to let it rain on, but just so that you can collect points, whether that's for trips or hotels or just cash back. Once you get into a good habit of paying your bills, then definitely get your business, get yourself a business credit card. But first, set up a separate bank account. Yeah. And you never know how big your business is going to get. I think that was something that like when I first started as a side hustle, I didn't put things separately. But then as soon as we launched Fixed, we knew that everything was going to be separate just in case it got big, <laughs> which now I'm really glad that we ended up doing that and yeah. having everything separate. Plus with a business partner, then it's, you know, you have your agreement as far as ownership and all of that goes to and keeping that separate from your own personal finances, because that sounds like a nightmare to be weeding through that as you're going through 
even your taxes and anything, all of your purchases and your business expenses at the end of the year, it just is so clear cut with your own bank account. Yeah. Taxes would be a nightmare if you didn't have separate bank accounts. Right. So just make your life easier from the beginning. And if you're like, oh crap, if you're listening to this right now and you do not have a separate bank account, it's not too late. You just go and you'll make one today. So form your LLC if you didn't, or if you already have it formed, just take that EIN down to citizens or whatever your local bank is or whatever you trust and just form that and you can move money. And then going forward, starting now, just track the date going forward. Now you'll let your account know this is where it's going to be. You'll just have to do some cleanup on the back end of the months that you haven't had a personal bank account, but it is never too late to kind of set things up the right way. Right. Yeah. This this stuff is not challenging. It's just, you know, taking the time to go to Citizens Bank or whatever bank you're going to use and taking the time to go through the paperwork of setting it up. And you'll be so happy that it's set up once it is. Yep. And I get this question a lot. When you have a different location, should I have a different LLC? Should I have a different bank account? Yes, you should. Um, I didn't do that actually the first couple sweat fixes, and I've learned that you definitely should. So now going forward, every location is its own LLC, has its own bank account. Same with the fixes. Mm -hmm. Um, So definitely if you can do that, which you can because now you know it's not as scary as you think, definitely form every business has its own LLC and business bank account. Right. Yeah. And just keeping those things separate. And, you know, there might be situations where someone purchases from the wrong location and that can be a little bit of a headache, but that's a much easier headache to fix than having two branches in the same bank account and then one closes or, you know, something that's big down the road that you don't want to be dealing with, with all under one bank account. Yep. And then the last item we're going to talk about that is found on the business starter checklist is staff and training. So, This is one that when you're first starting out, you might think, I don't need to worry about this. It's just me. I'm just running this side hustle. But as much work as you can do at the beginning, as we're realizing now, as we're growing, that much easier your life will be. Meaning, how are you going to train your staff? Um, What roles are they going to take on? What are they going to have? Uniforms, just everything that has to do with your staff, kind of mapping that out and getting it on paper as soon as possible. We're now going through the process of doing this for Fix. We did it for Sweatfix a while ago, but now Fix is really starting to hone in on their training with, it used to just all be in Ariel's head. Right. Which It's all up here. Yeah. Which, Steel trap. How tough is that though? That means Ariel has to be there every time we're training for hours and hours in the studio and she's repeating herself over and over and yeah, over again. many times, many times. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting because when you, when I first started out, I was like, oh yeah, I'll just train this person. It's just one person, no big deal. But then you have all of the workload that you're normally doing, plus getting that person trained, plus following up, making sure that they're doing everything that they need to do on their own to continue to learn and grow. And that, that can be a lot to take on, even just for training one person. So now doing it multiple times, now we've kind of refined our process too, which I will say that that would have been challenging in the beginning because we weren't exactly sure what how everything was going to go. But once we started to get into a rhythm, I wish I could go back now and just write down everything that I was doing, write down like the full process of when someone walks in the door to when they leave, what that looks like so that that portion I'm not training someone on over and over again now that we're growing. So those would have been really easy things in the beginning to just write down as I go. This is what it looks like. This is the things I'm doing. This is how I'm doing my assessments, which now we're going through that process, um, which we have a good clear 
process on how things go now too. So it's going to be a little bit easier now that we have everything so refined, but just make it easier for yourself and tackle that in the beginning and just outline what it would look like if for by some chance someday you had a second person. Yeah. Well, your, your goal is to not just be you. Right. You don't want your business to be you. You want to run the business. So when you're planning it out, you need to think, I'm going to have more staff in the future. Even if it's just an assistant, maybe you want to keep it small, but you eventually you want to have an assistant, somebody that's going to help, I don't know, go through your emails or just help with certain things. Start mapping out the way you do things, whether it's via writing, like you write it all out, or you use a process like a product like Loom where you're doing videos and you're kind of going over and showing screen sharing. Whatever you can do to get it down now, like Ariel said, you are going to save yourself so much time. Now, anytime I do something, I feel like I make a Loom video. <laughs> yeah, make a video. And I send it to the team because instead of me sending it to like the team 28 different times when they ask me a question, I'm like, this is how we're going to handle this client from now on. And right. I'll just document it. This is how you do it on MindBody. Done. Right. Because you get the same questions all the time. Yep. They don't happen back to back. They're spaced out. But if you had that one resource, you could just send it again. Or you have a folder of all of your videos of staff training, how to use the, how to use MindBody, how do you, you know, how do we run a gift card, all those things that you don't need to go over all the time, but they come up down the road. Just make a video for it. Yep. Make a video for it. And when you're thinking about it, yeah, think about what kind of staff you would want in the future so you can start to kind of map out what your job will be. And you can start to slowly just make notes. We're doing this now. As we take on more, we're like, oop, this will be a great for our new person that we're taking on as we're going through the interview process. We're starting to make notes of different roles for these people because you don't want to hire somebody and then still be doing all the same work you were doing. You want to be able to pass this stuff down. And a lot of the times at the beginning, I feel like I was hiring, but not even really knowing what I was hiring for. Right. And now. it can feel yeah. like, especially in the beginning, like you just want to do everything yourself because it's easier to just do it. And you know how you want it done. You know what you want it to look like. You know what the end outcome that you want to be. And it can take longer for it to go through someone else and train them on how they how you want things done. But if you can simplify the training process and make there be a process for everything, then that takes that piece out. And then you can really start to delegate and yep. have things done the way that you want them to be done. Definitely. So those are three of the things that are on our business starter checklist. That Again, it's free, businessofpodcast.com. So go there and check it out. We are always looking for ways to help you guys. And this is the best way that we felt like we could kind of dump all our ideas onto a page and just walk you through what you should start thinking about now. And if you do have your business running, just run through this. And there might be some things that you haven't done, or there might be some tips on there that'll just get you to think about things in a different way. Um, but my whole idea when I sat down today, I was, I was like, we want to do this podcast to show people that it's really not as scary as you think to start a business or your side hustle. Yeah. It doesn't have to be this huge, overwhelming thing. You can break it down into these really simple steps and get your business off the ground. Yeah. And I think messy progress, messy action, excuse me, is better than just not doing anything. Right. I'd rather, it's never going to be perfect. So a lot of people are waiting for that red carpet to be rolled out where it's the perfect timing. You have the exact money you want in your bank account. It's the right season, the perfect. It's never going to be that way. Right. You're never going to have the amount of money you want in your bank account. <laughs> it's You're never going to have the amount of time you want to launch it. It's never going to look as pretty as you want. We're seven years in for Sweatfix and we are still tweaking things on the website. We're still tweaking 
the way we run classes and greet new clients. It was just, it's a constant work in progress. So take the messy action and start now. And step one, go form yourself an LLC. Step yeah. two, go make your business bank account. Step three, find a way for you that you're going to collect your payments when they start rolling in. Yep. Yeah. No one really feels like they know what they're doing when they start either. So just start with those three. Don't assume that you're going to feel like you know what you're doing. You're going to figure it out as you go. Yep. And if you have any questions, you can always reach out to us. I'm Elise Kyra on Instagram. I'm Dr. Ariel.dbt. And we are Business Muscle Podcast on Instagram and businessmusclepodcast.com. We'll see you guys next week. See you guys. You just finished another episode of the Business Muscle Podcast. If you found value in this episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. Your reviews mean the world to us and help us reach other listeners who can make a big impact in the business world. Don't forget to join our Business Muscle Podcast Facebook group where you can ask questions and chat with other like-minded entrepreneurs. Stay tuned for our next episode where we'll bring you more expert advice and practical strategies to help you thrive. Thank you for being a part of the Business Muscle community and we'll catch you in the next episode.